But that's a good thing. No matter where you are, you can change it. Would you agree? I'm trying to change my situation big time. I'm trying to be a gazillionaire. I know there's no such thing. You know, one of my, one of my, I've always wanted that Range Rover, man. I'm going to get one. And that, y'all ever seen that Range Rover and that burnt orange color? Oh, Jesus. We were at the movies. I almost fainted. I didn't want to go to the movies. I just wanted to stand there and just look at the car, just celebrate. Oh, this is Jesus on four wheels right here, Lord. I need a ride. God, that car is so beautiful. And the Bible says the Lord takes joy in us having nice things. But you got to be disciplined. You have to serve the Lord. Okay. Um, and, you, you know, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Okay. The joy of the Lord for our strength. I don't know. And I'll say this and we'll get up out of here. I don't know what makes people and preachers and other people think that for some reason God wanting you to be poor is supposed to bring you some type of joy and happiness. Jesus said, "These I did these things so your joy could be what full, full. Y'all know what full joy? You imagine, man. When how many of you know when somebody is full of joy, they getting on your nerves. They won't stop laughing. They won't stop shouting. They won't stop screaming. They won't stop singing. They just running around talking. All you got to do is watch the prices right." <laughs> Henrietta Jones, come on down. She's shouting before she even won anything. Full of joy. What well, the Bible says, he wanted your life to be that way. Well, you go to work. Morning! <laughs> oh, here he go. He got a brand new car. Now he think he's special. The Lord wants you to operate in that. Okay? You were created to live in joy perpetually forever. If you weren't, there would be problems in heaven. And heaven is a place of complete joy. So, you know, just keep those things in mind during this Thanksgiving Pray about your commitment to this house. Because when I come back, you know, I mean, the Lord, the stuff, spending more time with God and the stuff the Lord is just, I can't hardly read a scripture without the loud downloading another scripture. Boom. I mean, it's just, I can't even keep up with this. I almost didn't even get messages together for this weekend because I'm reading and the Lord just, boom, just downloading. I'm just like, man, I ain't even got there. What's going to happen when I go there? Hey, I mean, I'm, y'all, I'm going to a place where they say, angels walk around like men i mean it's a to create an open heaven it's a huge cost a huge huge cost but when you pay it uh the people shout every day as bishop oedipo says at our church every day is christmas okay so and every time i talk about it i've i always feel the power of god anointing coming up on me because because when you when you start when you start saying these things, they get happy. Yes, come on, preach it, son. Come on. They want you to be successful. Okay? There is no place of failure in the kingdom of God. You are we are kings and queens and lords and masters, ambassadors, supermen, all of that wrapped up into one. So, you know, one of those individuals is somebody to be reckoned with. But you're all of that at the same time, and you're supposed to live low, you're supposed to be scared of people, you're supposed to be weak, you're supposed to walk in a store. Okay. Let me read this to y'all. I wasn't going to read this. There it is. To show you where we're going. How low people are living their life. This is a very deep statement. You know, I study the subject of heaven a lot. And I've been studying the heavenly things. We've been on that. <clears throat> I was reading a testimony. And this is where I am. Of a pastor that was caught up to heaven. 
and uh, and while he talked to several individuals and one of the individuals that he talked to in heaven was a missionary who used to be a missionary on planet earth and this is what he shared with the man this is just creation he, he began to explain with the man y'all live way beneath what God called you to be way beneath he said creation is waiting to cooperate with you in the last days but you must become love not walk in it you must become it because our father is what he's also light God is love he didn't walk in it he is it and he said when you become it when you become love creation will recognize it and begin to cooperate with you on an entirely different level as he said creation knows how much of the Lord is in you creation can stop a whole army dead in its tracks creation will turn itself into a storm just to block someone that's trying to attack you remember I've always told you a storm ain't a storm that storm was created for a reason it says in the last days creation will become all things and all scenarios to help you get through the animals the trees the flowers and the weather have secrets to share with the sons of God but can only be shared with those who walk in an extremely high level of love he said right now he said you actually have even the ability to communicate with animals and understand what they are trying to tell you but you cannot hear them because of your low level the animals speak in their own language but you could actually understand it in your language if you walk in a high level of love for all creation is speaking to you daily trying to show you the way and I ended it right there hey so you see some of this stuff in the Bible it's always mysterious to me I read this that's still a scripture that scripture bothers me so much about a group of guys they told the prophet, let's go build a house in the woods. He said, okay, I'll go with y'all. He says they were chopping that tree down. Wham. And the, side, said the, guy, the, the axe flew out the man's hand into the river and went all the way to the bottom. And he said, man, that axe was borrowed. And the prophet said, well, where did you drop it at? He said, it fell in the water over there. And it said the prophet walked over to a tree, broke off a stick, walked over there, and threw the stick over to where the axe head fell. And it says when the stick hit the water, the axe head swam and floated to the top of the water. And the prophet said, go grab the axe, get back to cutting the tree. Now imagine the church walking in that level perpetually with everything. That's where we're going. And if you don't believe we're going that place, you're welcome to go someplace else. Where they teach religion. Okay. So... Thank you, O Lord God. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord. So don't miss your window, you all. Don't miss your window. Thank you, Jesus. That's an amazing thing. I've always known that. I've always known that. You know, I, I, I love watching birds. I've seen birds on my front lawn. 
and I've also seen wicked birds on top of my house. I've seen birds, I pull up, and the bird screamed at me, and I knew this was not a holy bird. Y'all know what I'm saying. There are other birds that I knew that were singing in front of me, and I knew they were saying something that I could not comprehend. You actually think God created nature for him to not communicate with it. John said, I saw a vision in heaven. And I'll let you speak. He said, I saw a vision in heaven. And when I saw it, he said, every creature in heaven, on the earth, underneath the earth, and in the sea, were all opening their mouths, worshiping God at the same time. You imagine being in a worship service, dude, and you outside and we suspended in the air. I done slipped into another dimension already. Slipped into the air and you worshiping the Lord and the animals are worshiping the Lord with you. And then eat, you know, you, you, you hear these sound effects that he creates. We are worshiping the Lord and a team of eagles fly by and they just give sound effects as we worship in the Lord. And you can understand what the fish are saying and the insects are saying and the birds are saying. You can understand what everybody and all of. Can you imagine a worship service where the trees have taken upon a different nature and the trees are singing to the Lord? That happened to me one time on the Silver Comet Trail. Lord well, opened up the spiritual realm and the trees were singing. That scared the living daylights out of me because they don't sound like us. The, it's, there's a, you, the only way to explain it is the trees sounded like whales. They sounded like whales. I was on the Silver Comet Trail by myself and I heard them dudes singing. Okay, told you about that guy. Remember of our church, Saturday location. You know, I, I had said something and he kind of flippantly said to the Lord, oh Lord, if all this is real, I just want to see you. He said it was sitting in this car after church. Some of you heard this. And I know some people don't believe this. It doesn't matter. if you. I learned a long time ago, y'all, all of the stuff that I didn't believe, it means I meant I just didn't believe it. And he said he was sitting in this car, just sitting there. He said all of a sudden, he said the air opened up. And he said Jesus stepped through the air. And when he stepped through the air into this realm, he said, everything changed. He said the whole, he said every tree took upon the nature of a tree-like being. And he said the trees just all bent over and began to worship the Lord. And they provided a platform for Jesus to walk on. He said the air started to sing. He said everything just changed its nature in the face of him, remember what the Bible says? It says that God showed his face and it said the whole planet tried to run away. <laughs> it's crazy. And he said, Jesus is just walking to him, just like this, slowly just walking. And he said, everything is singing, everything is worshiping. He said, except for one thing. He said, the car that he is in, the metal begins to separate itself and pull back and begins to cry out, have mercy on us, Jesus. Have mercy on us, Jesus. And he said, Jesus walked right up to him. He said, all of this, he said, the whole car is just crumpling him. He watching all of this at the same time. He said, Jesus walks right up to the window, doesn't say a word. He just looks in the window and just looks at him, smiles. But he heard his voice. You said you wanted to see me. And then he turned around, went back, said, stepped out of the air. Boom. And everything switched back to normal. Now imagine a church walking in that perpetually so where I'm taking the church this ain't no fairy tan Disneyland roller coaster religious experience they gonna know that we are kings whether they like it or not
and they will know we are queens. We are called to do battle with darkness, to raise up others, to set the captives free. But while we're here, the Bible says that judgment begins the house of God. That you must ask the Lord to shine the light on the darkness that exists in your own heart because you cannot see it. You do not know it. You do not perceive it. So it must be the Lord who will shine the light on the darkness that exists in order for your heart to be purged. And that is what I have been doing the entire year. And after every service, I mean, we've been talking about love and humility for weeks now. The Lord is showing me something every single week, every single day. And I'm so grateful for that because he is chastising me. And he is helping me to evolve and become a better woman than I was the day before. And yesterday, I mean, in my role, uh, there are people who come and confess sins and share things and their shortcomings and their faults. I hear a lot of things that I would never utter to another individual on this planet. And yesterday, this, this scripture was quickened to my spirit. It's Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. And it says, Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer if is overcome by some sin, you who are godly, you who are spiritual, you who have been saved for 50 years, you who have coffee with Jesus every morning, you who profess to know Christ, you, you who are godly, should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. Not condemn them to hell. Not make them feel like the dirt of the earth. You got the devil for that. He does a good job all by himself. He don't need your help to help this Christian who has, has fallen and has made a mistake. It says you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. And be careful not to fall into that same temptation yourself. The godly one. The one who's been walking with Jesus for 10 years. Because when we come, when we get all haughty and prideful in our own selves, because now we have arrived in this one area amongst 50. And there's a weakness for them. We talked about how the Lord has to, you know, the word of God has to cleanse us and open up those pipes so the power of God can flow through us. That we are a clean and holy vessel to extend love and mercy and grace to others. But if we are judgmental and we are dishing out condemnation to our brothers and sisters when they fall, because they're going to fall, you will fall in some area. And the thing is, there's some sins that are just out there. We can all see it, right? A woman gets pregnant or a person is on crack and they end up in a drug house. We can see that, but there are sins of the heart that God is working with us to purge us. And if we will not allow ourselves to be purged, then we will fall into some temptation. This will be a ministry that will operate in the signs and wonders and miraculous of God. We will be like Peter, like Paul. People getting healed in our shadows. You giving a person a hug and something leaves them. It's already happening. It is already happening. There's some who will come and tell me and there'll be others who won't. 
But if you want to be used by God to speak a word of life and deliverance to this lost and dying world, you must continue to ask God to purge your heart of those hidden things. Many wives have issues in your household and God will not answer your prayers. He will not bring the things that you desire to pass because of this very issue with your husband. Though many men who want to see advancement in their lives, they want to see their finances take off. They want the Lord to birth this new business venture. And it will not happen because of how you deal with your wife and your children. You refuse to make the adjustments that God is calling for you to make. And if the Lord is dealing with this house of God and he's starting with the leaders, with him and me, for sure, I know he's dealing with you. I know he is. But there will be those who will shut your ears and close your eyes to what God is saying. And he will leave you to yourself. And you will go down a path of demise. And that's not what he wants for you. And there will be others who will say, yes, God. Yes, God. I'm so sorry. And it will be those who will humble themselves and cry out for his mercy. And he will visit you. He will heal you and your household. He will heal your marriages and your children. He will make your crooked paths straight. But it starts with your own heart. Your own heart. We cannot fix people. We can't even fix ourselves. We can only continue to go to the Father and cry out for His mercy and for His grace. And in His goodness, He makes His mercy new every morning. And the Bible says, it is the goodness of God that leads men to repentance, not his condemnation so when your brother or your sister falls restore such a one in a spirit of humility and gentleness lest you yourself fall into that same or similar temptation hallelujah Let's go ahead and stand. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and lift your hands for a moment.
します。